Hello, everyone. Welcome to the patch. This week, brought to you by Seat Geek. Where are my Seat Geeks at? Well, we're, in, geeks we're in seats and we're geeks. All right. We'll talk more about them later. This is the patch. We're talking about video games. I'm the I have like a shadow cast from the mic on my chest, and from the wide, it looks like I just spilled something all down the front of my shirt. That's Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you vomited on yourself. It does look so. Typical dad mode. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Then it Somebody be my vomited. Vomit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's the best dad mode. When you have five animals and th- two kids, it's here is vomit. Who is responsible? Shall we explore the house? Which one's looking shifty? <laughs> and also with Meg. And Meg. <laughs> I said Meg. Oh, you did? Yeah. And okay. Ryan. They did Ryan. it in he, that order. It seemed like he just sort of like talked right over that part. Oh. Ryan just I'm sorry, I did. I was taking I was also singing shirt. a song while I said Meg. I went... Geeks and seats and Meg and geeks and seats. I was there. trying to like put it in there. So we're here talk about video games, video yeah. game stuff. Um, a lot going on this week. I'm a little upset that lots of video games. I'm a little um, upset that the PS4 3.5 system only came out this morning. I was hoping to try it out last night. I thought it came out yesterday. I was going to try out remote play on my uh, on my Mac. Yeah, uh-huh. and have not had a chance to try it out yet. Well, we can talk about have, that next week. And you guys had a chance to try Negative. it out. Negative. Because no. one of uh, the PlayStation Plus games of the month is Dead Star, which is developed by a local Austin studio, mm-hmm. uh, Armature Studios. And I played it at PSX and had a lot of fun with it. So I was hoping I was like, oh, cool, I can play it and remote play it. It's not their fault. It's just uh, I think I've been too busy. Just it's time. not their fault that you're too busy. I haven't had a chance to to check it out yet. Been yeah. so busy with them VRs and yeah, we're skipping the, the big drop this week. Come on, the Vive started uh, shipping. Did it? From what I hear, nobody's really well, shipping anything yet. Did All right. you? Did you happen to see? I believe his last name Kevin Washaletsky. I've done a couple news reads about him, um, and I believe that's how you say it. He is the CEO of Origin. And he tweeted, if you don't love your Vive, I will pay you. I will give you your money back. Really? Like, that's what? how much he believes in the Vive. And I saw him tweet it, and I wanted to tweet at him, like, delete this. It's such a bad idea. Someone is going to say it. It doesn't matter <laughs> right. how good it, it is. Right. It doesn't matter how good something is. Like, don't tweet that. Well, no. It, hold on. No, no. You can you can tweet that all you want. Found his profile <laughs> and claiming free money. It, and, and the Vive and the Oculus have both launched mm. to largely positive reviews. I was comparing um, the, the people that could get them. Yeah, I, was, I was reading really. the reviews for each of those uh, on Polygon mm-hmm. and I think Polygon gave the Oculus an 8.5 and the Vive an 8.0 which are you know solid scores well, what's shocking to me about that so these is these are hardware reviews yeah they're yes. hardware reviews and they and Oculus beat Vive minus the Oculus Touch yes that's exactly what I was thinking and I, th- and I think the, the thing that they really highlighted on and they said the difference was that the Oculus had a secure ecosystem with you know quality control whereas the Vive had just stuff put out via Steam so there's a lot you have the opportunity for less quality stuff to come out there. Well, but, I mean, that, that's like that's Valve's entire philosophy is like put a bunch of stuff out. You don't quality control it yourself. You let the community do that. They will determine what they like and don't like, and they will weight things up and down accordingly. That's why Steam is kind of a free-for-all mm-hmm. that way. Also, that doesn't take into account the fact that you can, on your Oculus, play all those Steam games in most cases. Like, you, mm-hmm. you they're not really... In a walled garden, you can absolutely go pay, play Steam things. Mm-hmm. And I think the other, only other thing they did was they dinged it slightly because it was slightly heavier than the Oculus. Over yeah, time, I that sort like of the, thing matters. Yeah, that does. Yeah, absolutely. The, the I haven't tried the the CV one, but I 
feel like it couldn't possibly be heavier. You got this guy's quote? Yeah, I got it. His uh, tweet is, I'm telling you right now, buy an HTC Vive and I guarantee you will love it. If you don't, I will personally give you your money back. Does that mean he will fly here and hand it? Maybe he's going to leave it up up until people actually can get one. Literally, the first response is, if you're willing to do that, you should send me one. <laughs> Just so I can get my money well, actually, back. Okay, so I have an interesting thing that came up today with our we we have a couple of Vive pre's and we have a couple uh, of the original dev kits. And this is one of the things that's been bugging me about Vive versus Oculus for a while now is the way that the two ideologies go is that basically the Vive is a device that sits on your head that looks out at these lighthouses and spots them mm-hmm. to tell where it is. Whereas the Oculus is a standing uh, camera essentially that looks at the headset. So the Vive, by its nature, to work, kind of needs two lighthouses. They did not come up with a good solution whereby if you have a single lighthouse and you turn your head around, it loses you. That's why you need two lighthouses. Because That's one why you need al- two lighthouses. One always has to be line of sight, essentially. And one of mine broke. Mm. So How, Now, was it just like chance circumstance? Is it delicately... It manufactured. Was not, it seems like a very short period of time it, for one of those to break. Well, the thing is, they're basically high-velocity rotating motors. And I'm not sure exactly what has gone wrong with it. It didn't get dropped. But all of a sudden, it still shows up in Steam VR, but it will not report tracking information. And at first, I thought it was maybe a sync issue because the two lighthouses have to communicate with each other as well. You can put it in a standalone mode. I threw it in standalone mode, and it's still, while it does show up in Steam VR. It reports no tracking information. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Many times. Uh, (laughs) Wait, so I have a question. You're saying that you need to be, because you guys were talking about this previous two on Game Club, you need to be line of sight with a lighthouse, but doesn't that really mean you need four? No, I mean, essentially, if you put it two in opposite corners of a room, I mean, you're pretty much covered. Okay. Yeah. Like diagonal but across so like from each other. So even if you're like, if it's here and I turn my head this way, it's still going to get fine. me? Okay. It's got, it's basically the sensors wrap all the way around the eyepiece. Ah. So it really, I have not had any problem with it losing tracking on me okay. when both were functioning. And you but remember. As soon as one goes down. Does it come with one or two? It comes two? with two. It comes with two. Okay. Cool. Remember yeah. the okay, old videos good. of showing like the connect blasting room with infrared? Yeah. It's essentially the same yeah. thing, okay. both two lighthouses. And so your room's getting blasted from two angles. So no matter where you turn, ideally mm-hmm. your headset's covered. So my concern is basically that they. They have built a, a higher failure rate system than the Oculus. Rex, has. there's so many different ways for it to fit. Like, there's, there's two different, there's double the amount of ways. Double the amount. Well, I mean, and to be fair to them, though, so Oculus did take this into account, and the way the Oculus system, they've added basically tracking dots around the back of the headband, which means if you needed to replace your headband and you tried to do it with something non stock, you would lose that. Oh, no cool patterns on my headband. And you can't cover them up. Yeah, well, so there's there's uh, downsides. I'm sure to you that can get the well. cool patterns, just they'll have to incorporate the track <laughs> Sweet tracking dots. Tracking yeah. dots. Uh, and when eventually Oculus goes to, if they try and do more room scale and will have a secondary uh, device, they, at least they don't have moving parts in them, mm-hmm. which mm. that's that's my concern is how high the failure is going to be the in lighthouse the need the motors? Because the way it actually is shooting out signals is there's I, – I guess that's just their solution to uh, creating – I don't know if it's using that just to make the pattern where mm-hmm. it's using the spinning be, to create kind of sweeps of, mm-hmm. of light. It's basically a spinning mirror yeah. that the infrared is getting blasted onto and then basically like uh, – think of it like – what is it like a like a printer almost just like coating or like the a room sprinkler right? right yeah sprinkler um, okay. so yeah as soon as one of those goes down you lose any ability to 
turn around. That seems like though with a high velocity motor like that, it's it seems like the first thing a cat is going to fuck up is like knocking it while it's in motion. Well, that's why then, you mount it to the wall. Well, I'm just saying like, but then you have to mount it to anything. a wall. I mean, it's really designed to screw into your wall at about eight feet up. It comes and, and the no. I don't know about the final version of the Vive, but we received you know the pre mm-hmm. and the pre comes with wall mounts. It like, does. It's not a valve made or an HTC made. It's like. A wall mount you would buy at Home Depot. Yeah, right? it looks exactly. It's a. It's Just a throw some you in there. It's good. Yeah. That's exactly what they did, and you have a dangling power cable as well. So it sounds like a cat nightmare. No, nah, I mean again, the cat's like not going to get it. a decoration nightmare, but a, deco- a dangling power cord. I mean, the cat, the may cat go for will the get that. Power cord. Yeah, uh, so, my yeah. life is a cat. Like everything needs to be cat proof. But let me tell you something. A cat bites a power cord once, it's not doing it again. (laughs) Let me tell you something. That's not fucking true. I have a cat, and he eats cords for breakfast. Really? Yes. Including power cords? Oh, he'll eat anything. He'll chew on anything. I'm pretty sure we're going to find him fried at home one day. (laughs) He literally just took down his second 100 or third $100 Xbox One headset. How did he get another one? Last week. Yeah, Gavin stupidly let him. I know, it's not power. But it's just one of his collection of things that he chews. Um, Gavin stupidly let him uh, in his office, and he oh, no. he was like, "Look how well he's behaving!" And he came back in, and the power card was eaten. So. G- Gavin has complained about this before. So yeah, this is so entirely this is on one. Gavin's fault. Is another one. He'll also chew things while you're using them. So, like, oh, is your iPhone plugged in? He's gonna chew that power cable even though it's plugged in, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's fine. Get him something with you know. I think he's I only know, getting stronger. Like thousand volts, something that won't kill him, but we'll definitely tell him that he doesn't uh, like. You know, something won't kill him. It's not. It's not the volts. It's, I don't know. Know. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what was it that didn't fry the kid in Jurassic Park when he went. Oh, the thing? The that was like ten thousand, right? So uh, like yeah. one thousand. Is that going to kill a cat? I don't know. I'm not experimenting with my cat. <laughs> well, your uh, your home plug. Yeah, report back to us. In in the wall at your house is 120 volts, but it's like 20 amps most likely, mm-hmm. and that will hurt a human. Okay, so maybe double it. What? Well, you're absolutely you're like cooking. I the thought cat she was going to say point. quarter it. <laughs> double well, it. Well, if it's if all, if all it's going to do to a human is go, bzzz, then you know you've never it's been shocked not, before. Have you? That's what I'm realizing well, like, here. I don't go it's around bzzz, sticking like forks in outlets or anything. The next time we play this stupid shocky game on Freeby, let's invite Ashley <laughs> because it's the most visceral, horrible experience. I'll wait to play those in arcades. They're fun. I've shocked myself with wall electric outlets twice in my life. And that's two times too many. Yes. You remember that's it this fucking distinctly. hurts. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is awful. So you're saying that Walla should be enough to teach the cat better. Uh, Let's have the cat play the fucking oh, here, Here's a good example. I uh, I once was taking part of VCR as a kid, in, as your, uh, a dumb kid. So Kids I plugged do. it in while I was doing it just to see how it looked when it was going. <laughs> and uh, I bridged the power terminals right where they come in. So it was basically straight up 120 volts. And okay. it melted a divot into my screwdriver. Wow. Like there was a, what happened a, to your body, though? Uh, insulated screwdriver. Oh. And that's why he's ball, with us today. A fireball shot out and landed on my carpet. And thankfully did not ignite. So, but Did the VCR ever work again? It was not intended to. It was already messed up. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I wasn't taking apart something good. Uh, but anyway, jumping back to the Vive for a second before we get off of it too far. Uh, despite that objection, it is an amazing piece of technology. Yeah, this like, is the one I you've been seeing the praises of out of all of them. Yeah. I still, in my heart of hearts... I think I'm going to like Oculus better because of the lack of failure points. Tell me how it's not going to make me ill, though. Because 
I can't it, not it, what was the, you need what to come was the try game it that now. you played? What was the VR horror game you played that made Affected. you it turned Affected. you green? It made me absolutely miserable. Well, Affected. again, you were having to move around without moving around. I would you need to come over. I, I one of the games I, I can talk about today you. is Job Simulator. I actually picked it up because mm. the full versions of Job Simulator, uh Tilt Brush and Fantastic Contraption went live with the launch of the Vive. So uh it's a really interesting game. It's not on rails, you pretty much just stand in one area around, and you can walk yeah. around and grab things and moving around. But I was going. I went into that game expecting that it would get boring real fast, and I don't know if it's just because VR is so new and, and special that it's there's not so many experiences out there that I've had that I'm jaded. But it's just still fun. It's mm. it's not a compl- complicated game. You just do very simple tasks. Uh, well, I think that's what we're gonna need. You know, as we yeah. as we stair yeah. step. You know, wide acceptance of VR and figuring out what you know what play styles are going to work and not going to work. This is what we have to start with. You know, we have to start basic and then start building fundamentals right. based on that. You know, I saw it was a list of um, I think it was a list of Oculus launch games. Uh, I was just going down saying here's what they are, and it, uh, the list also gave them a rating, like an intensity mm-hmm. rating. Yeah, Oculus so that is... there are certain ones that are very like calm, relaxed, that sort of thing, and other VR experiences that are more intense. I noticed this because the one that I have the most interest in, which is Adrift, was listed as intense. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to train up to playing it, though. I think what they're go- basing that off of... Yeah, Bonnie. They're basing that off of how much of the motion... Yeah, there's Just some... Job Simulator. Job Simulator. Uh, they're, by the way, Job Simulator, at least the version... So you're a cook. Initially. No, uh-huh. there are four different jobs. There's auto mechanic, chef, office worker, and there's one more that's... I, I haven't tried it yet. I forget what it is. Um so the auto mechanic and the chef. I've tried auto mechanic, chef, and and uh, office worker, and it's all just you know it gives you like basically a billboard with a bunch of tasks on it. Like, all right, call somebody, and you pick up the phone and you hit dial. And uh, what's most interesting about it really is just how many things you can do that are not related in any way to the task you've been given. Just being able to pick up things and like throw them and dump mm. liquids on things. I mean, that's and, what uh, we do with the demo immediately. Like, no, I don't think anybody, yeah. any, nobody does any objective. They immediately are just like, oh, how does this work? What does yeah. this do? Let's try putting mm. these things together. It's so like, it should really be called How to Get Fired Simulator. Yes, easily. I mean, uh, largely it's, it's I get to make a mess in what interacts very like a real world, and then I don't have to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a very dad-happy game, like a happy dad <laughs> game. I just, I do tasks, no one bothers me. I just get it, my tasks it's, I'm done. in my special special zone and there's no children well you should also like i wonder if that's a good game for kids to like let them like get all their mayhem out there that's and then come back idea. into the real world where they're expected to behave Trust me, you'll, you'll, is, you'll drive I mean, them right kid, into living kids in will VR. want to run around they got they're not yeah. going to be handled being tethered very well well it does in or most cases hilariously they are going to handle <laughs> it'll end up very well, hilariously costing you another 800 bucks <laughs> just, put, just put them on a leash did you see that see um, people do that with their kids in public white people it's true did you see that video i think it was i don't know if it was valve or htc one of them put out like trying to show uh, consumers what VR is like. You know, they got a bunch uh-huh. of people together, put them in front of a green screen and, you know, gave one person a VR headset and then, like, showed everyone else yeah. a view of what it's like if they're like sitting the there along with them. Yeah. And I think that's a really, that was a really good video and it's a really good way to explain to someone, this is, you know, what it's like. These are the mm-hmm. kinds of experiences you can have. You know what's really not a good way to explain to people what it is? What? The banner on Steam when they had VR launch day is a woman wearing the, the Vive setup and she's crouched down on a flat grass field, digital grass field, talking to a tiny little pillbug-looking robot. Oh, I like that little dog. 
that is the least epic thing you could show. I was like, I could go do that right now. They make, could we our technology could make that robot, that's, and I have grass fields. That's in the video though. It's like you can like throw a fake stick, and the the little rope pill dog. Show goes me and something gets amazing. See, but people know that when you put fake animals in that sells technology, right. connect. Do you remember connectables yeah, or this what was are the damn not a cute animal? animal. Well, it's it's like was? a pill bug. The with thing legs. with this is it is a Which also it is an legs. activity that's familiar. So even if you've uh-huh. never used VR, you can understand the concept. It's you've you've knelt down and played with a small animal like a dog before. It's the same thing. I mean, I think it's smart of them to do it that way versus like showing someone with a sword in their hand fighting a dragon. Then you'd be yeah, like, that's like any like, other fucking game. It's too disconnected for you. You're 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 th- casting a wider net. Gamers already know what it is. Non-gamers are going to want something that feels like Gus said familiar. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd like to point out. Remember the movie Her? He played with a little bug. I don't. You he know, played with a bug? Well, yeah, um, remember it was, like, it was like a little like person who was like, come on, idiot. And it was like a little like cutesy thing. What was it in her? Anybody? I'll Google it. I, didn't, I don't remember. I'm familiar with this work. You, know, like, you look so much like he looks in that movie that I just, <laughs> sorry, I see you. You ever see that Photoshop? Someone has uh, yeah. someone's photoshopped that when I had a uh, yeah. mustache. So on, um, on Steam's homepage right now, they've got like a whole like get ready thing. And it, they've got a bunch of different experiences that they'll show. It's where they show the person in VR like overlaid with sort of what they're seeing. Yeah, that it's one that you cool. saw, that's, got, uh, that's a budget a cuts. Ones. They've got Irrational Exuberance, um, the blue. So you can see that that's the one where the whale comes up to the ship oh, underwater yeah. mm-hmm. that you're on. Um, they've got Arizona Sunshine where you're like shooting a bunch of zombies. And you can see like Arizona there's people like, Sunshine. you can there see the people on the couch. Like, and you can also yeah. see the zombie stuff. It, it does there's hey, bartender, can you make me an Arizona Sunshine? Give me an Arizona Sunshine. There's already Ooh, three zombie shooter demos. Space Pirate Trainer. That one's fun. That's fun. That's a good there's one. There's three zombie shooter demos already available. There's, it's like the Brookhaven Experiment, uh, Horde Z, and uh, I mean, there's Arizona Sunshine. I feel like there's one more too. Hordzy. 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 Peter oh, Hordzy. Uh, Hordzy. On Twitter, yeah, Peter Hayes F1 says that that video absolutely like sold VR robot-y. to him. It's an amazing Man. video. Oh, yeah. he's cute. He's like a, like a hologram. Like a little hologram. Yeah. I'll send this to the camera. I love how it's uh, it's how they worked in kind of basically AR in a sense where it's you've got the human overlaid in the digital world and the couch of people there also represented so you can see what it's like to interact. Yeah, you know, it's got to be tricky marketing that sort of thing because you're marketing like an experience in a technology that doesn't exist in the medium that you're marketing in. It's mm-hmm. one of the things I always figured was a challenge for communicating 3D visuals and that sort of thing is you can't communicate the experience you get in 3D in 2D. That's why 3D matters and it also makes it impossible to correctly show off in 2d so Mm -hmm. like it's you know vr is another one of those things where like when i always hate the the you've got to experience it or see it to believe it sort of shtick but it's true absolutely true yeah until you that my favorite part of showing you by the vibe is when you first put it on them and then you just hold up the controllers and they reach out and grab them they're like and it's like you just I reached out and grabbed something you can't see. In right. that video, they, it's pretty they cool. demo it's, it like the next step. They toss someone a controller uh-huh. and then they reach out and grab it, which I don't know that you could actually do that. That seems a little... Oh, no, you could. I, I know the one-to-one tracking, but I feel like the controller is so weirdly shaped. It is a very strange shape. You're not expecting shape. it. You, yeah. you would not grab it securely unless you are familiar with how to hold it. Yeah. But it is a really cool demonstration of like being blind, like you're in a different world that like it has its one-to-one comparisons. But the second you put that headset on, you're not here anymore mentally. It's crazy. I'm you also it's, very quickly yeah. forget to care about looking like a total idiot. Well, 
Yeah, and I think yeah you don't feel it at all when you're in it. I think we've mentioned this before. Uh, maybe it was on the RT podcast. I don't know if it was on the patch. But we're going to, you know, right now people make fun of someone with a headset on. I think we're going to very quickly reach a point where it's like, that's just commonplace. Like, you uh, don't make fun of someone doing that. Because it's like, oh, yeah, they're just using yeah. a VR thing. I it's like how people looks, used to make fun of people holding cell phones. I guess I think when it looks a little less like, like there's a huge thing on your face. Um, I Again, I, I, I've said this a few times on the patch, but I went to CES and they had an experience there with um, VR headsets. And it was like forty-five people with all with VR headsets on riding a roller coaster, and they all look like idiots. Like you're just <laughs> like, like so weird to be in a public environment. Here's the I'm thing: I'm waiting for us all to like until that technology shrinks down to like Jordy LaForge style. That's yeah, gonna be worse, right? Like once they finally make it, what, no, 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 I mean, then better, it but fashion. also worse. You'll get all the you'll get it in all these different kinds of finishes, and you'll get different like metal gleams on the outside, and we'll all look super cool. See, once it looks like glasses, then all of a sudden you've got all these people that just aren't. Like, at least right now, the VR headset gives you a basis for going, oh, that's why he's looking around like that. When it turns into just glasses and you're just like, well, no, that's- people get used to it because it's just like having a Bluetooth thing in your ear. Well, you know what I mean? True, when I see people talking to themselves, y- now I don't think, oh, that bitch is crazy. But see, the problem I have with that is, is my question is, is that bitch crazy or is that bitch busy? Right, but we think about it now as opposed to just assuming the person is crazy. crazy. And I busy. think the VR will there, be the same thing. There are other options besides crazy is what we will learn. Yes. <laughs> and I think AR is really going to be the thing that makes people look like, what the hell is that guy doing when I'm taking things and I'm pinch zooming something you can't see? Yeah, I, like I think that's going to be the more glasses thing. Yeah, I think that's going to be yeah. more glasses because especially like VR wouldn't work in a, in a medium with glasses, I need to be able to not peek over the top of the VR. This would be great when we have a whole new way to be rude to somebody. It's like, did you just put a TV screen over my face? <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> that? I cannot wait for that day. It'll be like an old uh, kids in the hall skit. Like, are and you, then you can look really yeah, just like, 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 yeah. Are you crushing my head or are you interacting with a computer? <laughs> oh, that would be an amazing just, yeah. AR game if you could be like this. And then it's like it, it beams a message to that person. They're like, your head's being crushed. Morning, <laughs> ah, oh, morning. Oh what if it can affect the way everything displays so you can be like and then you just have a really tiny head to me and I'll just have a, any argument like we'd be like and they'll go <laughs> yeah and you have like an earpiece that turns his voice into like hey you stop it like uh, like Bernie did in the con- with the bugs in the Contagion Let's Plays yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's the fu- the future is me putting Spongebob Squarepants right over your face while you're talking and yeah. just <laughs> let me uh, read this thing here yeah uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by SeatGeek. Have you ever been uh, frustrated trying to buy tickets online? Most sites make it complicated, and they try to sneak in huge fees at checkout. That's why you need to try SeatGeek. They made it easier than ever for you to buy and sell sports and concert tickets. Uh, so they've taken all the hassle out of shopping for tickets. They pull all the tickets available on other sites in one place. So save time and never miss a deal. You can set alerts for upcoming events, and SeatGeek will let you know if ticket prices fall. Uh, even better, every ticket on SeatGeek is ranked based on value, so you can immediately find underpriced seats. Before you buy, you can use SeatGeek's detailed maps to see the view from your seat. Uh, SeatGeek's always honest and upfront about prices. Uh, show you the full ticket price from start to finish and never try to trick you with huge fees on the checkout page. Uh, our listeners will get a $20 rebate after their first uh, SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate uh, after purchase, download the free SeatGeek app, go to settings and click add a promo code, enter promo code patch and they'll send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase and they've asked me to go and make one right now and our Wi-Fi sucks here so hopefully this works and uh, I went ahead I looked around a little earlier and I found that there's going to be a Smashing Pumpkins concert in Austin on April 19th with Liz Fair opening so I'm going to look at that and you can see there's different rates here 
green, yellow. I'm going to go with green. <laughs> I'll do first balcony. And you can see the ratings there on the side for all the different ones. Um, here, I'll buy two tickets here. I'll take my wife. We'll go. We'll have a romantic evening watching Smashing Pumpkins at Liz Fair. Oh, you can use Apple Pay. I didn't know that. All right, uh, I'll just check out. Boom. I can't believe this. Our Wi-Fi is actually working. Two tickets. Done. I'm uncomfortable saying that oh. much of your payment information. Phone number required. Bu bu oh. Oh. This oh. is this is the office number. Okay, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> with yeah, thank you for taking that away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, we'll cu we'll cut back to it in just a second. Uh, uh, uh. Does this pay. Uh, 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 oh. That's how I pay can, with things. You can show me Gus's do, do, payment do, do, details do, do, anytime. Do. Oh, I thought you were blue skidooing. That you're like. You can cut back to it. I think it's done. I don't know that one. Blue Successfully skidoo. order two we tickets. Oh, look, I even got a little a blue Apple notification. View tickets. What's blue skidoo? Boom, done. Oh. oh, tickets pending. They'll come back in. But yeah, that's it. It's that easy. I just bought tickets to a concert. You were watching me. You almost got my phone number. Be a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, thanks to SeatGeek for sponsoring. Uh, you get a $20 rebate after your first purchase. Use promo code PATCH, and uh, maybe I'll see you at the concert. Oh, wait, you know where I'm sitting now. <laughs> Idiot. Right. Uh, be honest though, are you going to leave before Smashing Pumpkins? You just want to see Liz Fair, don't you? I, I've seen Liz Fair before, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I saw. Um, I've been to Lilith Fair a couple times. I went to Lilith Fair. Of course I, you I saw Lilith Fair in Austin. Of course you went I to saw, Lilith Fair. Uh, who was it? it was Sarah McLaughlin, Erica Badu, Liz Fair, um, and someone else. I don't remember. They're bringing it back. Are they? They're supposed to like be bringing. I I heard that somewhere. They're I saw Lilith Fair. Fair at South Park Meadows back when it yeah, was back in the day. Actually, a, a music venue and mm -hmm. not not just a, a shopping center. Well, oh oh, South Park Meadows. I thought you were talking about. For some reason, I thought auditorium. No no no, in my down head. off yes. of Slaughter. Like it yes. when it was just a giant field. And I'm glad everybody's in Austin. Oh, it's it's the Austin part of the patch. You all yeah, don't know what we're talking about. A little bit in there. Um, so someone on Twitter said that. Uh, hold on, where was this? They said that. Um, heads, they say, is this Peter Hayes? Uh, Peter Hayes, two F1 for, on two Twitter two on says headsets will become normal? Question mark. Nobody could get used to Google Glass. Headsets won't be smaller than that. Bullshit. Well, Eventually, they absolutely will be. Remember the first cell phones? All they could do is make a call, like a call. They were enormous. These horrendous things. Look at what we have for phones well, now. They're more powerful than any computer was in you know late eighties, whatever, and they're teeny tiny eventually we'll absolutely I, I think get we'll, to that we'll point. get there eventually i think i think a better analogy is it's google glass they never defined really what the best use for that was yep. it was like trying to create a solution to a problem that didn't exist you look at a product like hololens and it makes a lot more sense and hololens of course is bigger but you know it's an entire computer it's bigger mounted on your face but you're right as things shrink like think about if so right now, the way this first, and this is pure speculation, I have no idea if this would be the case, but if I was the person making HoloLens, I would think right now, first iteration is a computer on your face with displays. Why not make it glasses for your display and just have a small cord that goes to like a, something that clips onto your belt and your computer lives here? Eventually, you're not even going to need that. I mean, like it, like it can be screen streaming. Right. But I'm talking like stair-stepping where you're yes. still keeping the computer with yes. you. Uh, and then, you know, eventually you get to the point where maybe there's just wireless antennas in it and it like via the cloud or via an Azure platform streams all of the data and processing to you. I will say the thing though about Google Glass that I think a lot of people always say is that nobody could get used to Google Glass and I don't think that's true. I don't think it was too obtrusive or it was too big or bulky for people to wear. I think it was a good size for a first tech. It was actually much smaller than you would think a first tech would be and 
we had this thing happen when I was in the SourceFed office. Phil had Google Glass, and Lee, one of my co-hosts, didn't even notice he was wearing it and mooned him, and he was able to capture that video <laughs> because that's how unobtrusive Google Glass became. Like, that's incredible for a first iteration technology like that. I think it failed for the reason that Gus pointed out, that there wasn't really a problem it was solving yet, but I don't think that people just, like, could. it was too big and bulky and crazy for people to get used to. Absolutely. I, I submit my anecdotal evidence as mooning being the way that we know. Well, that, I thought that a time. lot of people were also like, they're like, that idea is fine and everything. And once they turn it into actual glasses or like, it, you know, it can be a part of my glasses that I wear or it's more like that. So it doesn't look silly. I'll totally get it. Like, I feel like a lot of people were waiting for a, at least a second or third generation and also for it to, you know, not cost 1500 bucks for something that was still super experimental. And by invite only and all sorts yeah. of different, like, hurdles you had to leap. Also, I think a lot of people, like you were saying, Ash, are waiting for a second, third iteration, but they weren't really realizing if you're not supporting the first iteration, there may not be a second, third iteration yep. of that technology. I think the thing that was most unsettling for me for Google Glass is you're constantly being recorded. You are all like, everything you're saying to someone's face is being recorded. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like so uh, it's going to be like uh, that episode of Black Mirror. Yes, yes, it is with it's, the contacts that record. It's things. almost like if you have a device like that, there should be a red light on it or yeah. something like like with it's video weird. cameras. I mean, nowadays the thing we don't really think of is like someone's phone could be recording in their pocket at all times, mm-hmm. but we don't really think about things like that. But it's a, it's a little bit more visceral when it's video that could be on someone's face, mm-hmm. like someone you're so talking strange. to, like yes, face to face, face right. to face, and then they can play back what just happened. Like when you put show be, your bare ass. It'd be good in an argument. Like for couples, it's like, shit's going to go it's, down. It's get your like, glass. Do you remember black when you mirror? said, well, I never said that. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode really? That control room, let's play it back. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I mean, to a, a certain extent, to... things like that already happen. The Nest, I constantly am winning arguments with our Nest at home. You know what I mean? Like security cameras are the way of the future to win arguments. They just need to put a projector on the other side. So they got the, the eyepiece on this side. And this side should just be a projector. So you can just like, wait. There it is. <laughs> yep. They already have that technology like in phones with it become like uh-huh. mini projectors. You could put that in a Google Glass for sure. Yeah. Second generation. Maybe you'll even play games on them. Who wants to play games on a Google Glass? I'm just trying to bring it back okay. around, man. Well, no, I think, I think <laughs> it's related. Tech I mean, is so it's, related. It's off the VR, AR yeah. uh, discussion. Shame on you, Ryan. Well, then, yeah. Was there a You're game a you could shit. play on Google Glass? I don't think so. No. I don't it know what like, you could do like on Google Glass. Uh, oh, come on. We're talking about face. AR in general. You couldn't use a projector off of Google Glass either, but that's what we're talking about, that's you smug right. prick. That's right. <laughs> you are a smug prick. I am. You know what? I saw somebody who said they tried HoloLens um, this past month, and they weren't impressed. Really? And I was... I, I think less of them as a person now. It's really it's cool the technology. Future. Well, oh, so my Hololens experience was pretty amazing. It is the future on your face. It's amazing. It is. Oh, that's another thing. Amazing. They started uh, shipping developer editions in the yeah, last yeah. week of that as well. Three thousand dollars. Pretty slick. I, it looks as it looks much slicker than the version I had on my face at E three for but sure. They do definitely need to do something about the FOV issues. For I mean, sure. It's amazing what it can do. And will be amazing when it comes to a full technology. But right yeah, now like the, the, the edges of the the field of view, they just they ruin the immersion a little bit. When you hit them. When you're not in a controlled environment like Microsoft had at E3. Mm-hmm. Which is um, going to be the entire oh, world. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Hands down. I do want to talk about something I'm not sure if we put it in the document. I, I just um, Ash and I did a story on it today about people being uncomfortable touch, touching robots in their naughty places. What? What? Yeah, oh, they yeah. did this so, study. Yeah, about, like, robots that would ask you to grope them. 
Yeah, they would say like poorly. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Let's let's start at the beginning here. So, Who's right. built a robot that's like grope me? No, scientists. Show me where the man touched you. They built a robot that would say point or touch different parts of their body. So they okay. started with like what they called high accessible, highly accessible areas, like point to my nose, okay. and people would point or like, to it or you know, touch legs it. or right. whatever. No big deal. Everybody was fine, and then it'd be like touch my butt. And people would be like, oh, like their response time was much slower and people were much more hesitant to touch non- How, how and they also anatomically had, like, correct was this robot? It's never humanoid. It's, it's, the, humanoid. it's one of those NAO robots. Those are the ones that are like they're cute little... But they're cutesy. They're, they're not like sexy so it, it robots. It doesn't have like faux skin or anything. It's shape. just a it's, legitimate... No, they're, they're plastic it's an, it's like, NAO robots. Okay. It's also they're not pretending an, to be human. Androgynous? Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. It's just a cute little robot, but... People would be like, it's, it's humanoid, so people naturally empathize with it. I would touch um, this robot's butt. I wonder I how much agree. it has to do with, like, verbiage. Like, if you were like, touch my booby, that would be different <laughs> than, like, touch my chest. Touch my tits. Well, but what yeah. if it's, like... Like, I, spot the nipple. <laughs> I think more, though, if you get to, like... It, it, the thing the study talked about is that because, like Ashley said, because we empathize with things that are humanoid nature, we feel like it's a boundary we're crossing when it's asking us to do something like that. If you take that further into the, I can't wait for this to be the future, the ex machina, like mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of uh, realm where they have faux skin, they look like humans. I can't wait to touch those boobies. I can't Come wait on. to. At RTX, I want to cosplay as a now robot and walk around yeah. and be like, touch, <laughs> touch my, my butt. butt. Touch my buttocks. Yeah, wow. they see, like, it doesn't, like, it looks, like, too cute to grope. Yeah. This My butt requires <laughs> human hands. <laughs> Does it get more or less creepy if a more realistic robot asks you to grope them? Or is it the idea of being asked by a child's toy is what that looks like? Do being asked by a toy to grope it? Is I that agree. make it weird? Like more that's or okay. less weird? That's, that's definitely where... more weird. If it were more humanoid, if it were like a sexy lady robot, I'd be much more apt to be like, touch that buttocks. Yeah, like, the I'd verbiage there is, I mean, I made a joke, but seriously, I think that's very important is like, if it's, if you're saying something that is more sexually connotated, if it's like grab my penis or, you know, obviously it doesn't have one, but that's different than touch my crotch or touch my... I see what you're saying. Uh, if it's more like, you know, what, yeah. yeah. Slap uh, my face, choke it, my. <laughs> if it's if it's <laughs> called me daddy, yeah, baby, yeah. You know how I like it. It's better oh than God. touching a wall socket. Someone, <laughs> I I Let's think we've got, this. I think we have an episode title. Choke me, call me daddy. There was I a, don't think I did the choke me. No, no but it was a natural follow-on. There was an is. episode of like, oh God, I think it was Tales from the Crypt, where in the future we all had sex robots, but then a guy got stuck in his because he was like always fucking it. Like, do you remember that? Oh, did he forget That's to lube real, or something? You no, lube it's the like sex it robot. comes to life and it like traps him and he dies because his dick is stuck in the robot. I, I saw it like 20 years ago. I don't know. That'd be great. Yeah. But, like, oh sure. shit, my sex robot blue screen. But Somebody sure reboot it so I can get out. There's got to be like an emergency release. There was like an old school goddess. Who hey, apparently I, I devour people by release. having sex with them and sucking them in through her junk. Oh, really? I was in um I only oh. know this because I read American Gods, you know, the Neil Gaiman yeah. book. And that was one of the characters. Oh, yeah. In it. Mm. yeah. She would like have sex with them and then just like they'd get clamped in and just like sucked all in. Mm-hmm. I remember buying that. I wonder book how, how that is to go. not rating it. You think that's a good way to go? Bad way to go? Being inhaled would through you someone's be in- mouth. <laughs> yeah, but no, not their mouth. Or vagina. Yeah. Yeah. They're downstairs. The crotch mouth. If I can follow my penis into a vagina. If I could dive in whole-bodied, I don't know. That'd be all right. Death by <laughs> snoo-snoo. Okay yeah. 
Now, speaking of not talking about games. We, uh... But would you be? Okay, we're talking about tech hey, here. That's the ultimate game. My thing is, I feel like we, we talk a lot about like VR sex and like VR sex toys and like having that to like touch with. I feel like it's less creepy to have a full size robot for the sex than to have just like a crotch that you fuck. Am I wrong? Well, I mean, it, it, once you, if you put a headset on, it doesn't matter, right? Like, I guess. It, like, once it's you're more to of the, the tactile effect. Yeah, like can it's I like, touch boobs and then like touch a stomach right, like, and like just if, the rest of the What body? if you had interchangeable parts, right? Like you could like, you had like a device that well, like put boobs in front of you or put a, like your crotch, you're like, oh, I think I'll take the, uh, the big fake boobs a today. And, yeah, I'd rather just have like a, like an extreme blow up doll, like a you nicer. Like a full figure. No, yeah. I'm, I'm on board because it, it's almost like it means, it makes it seem like the rest of the body doesn't matter. Yeah. You want yeah. the in between parts. Like right. you don't want to just go. Boob, like, like, vagina, boob, the, vagina, the, the boob, vagina. Sometimes you want to slide part. all the way down. Exactly, it feels right? like you do. It's you just want to skip from point to point. Like, yeah, then I, it's, I, then I'm, not a, I'm not a journey kind of guy. I'm all about the destination. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just gamifying. It's like left nipple, Esther, right I'm nipple, home, vagina. Take off the panty. That's That'd all, be great. That's what you're looking oh, for. Right? Like the Friends episode or, where she's like one, two, one, seven. Well, I'm thinking like you could almost turn into like a version of DDR. That's such a bad idea. You don't want to be that kid who grew up like who thinks dancing is what ddr is and now they're like trying to fuck a woman for All the right, first woman, time and they're like clothes, oh, prepare oh, for oh, sex oh, yeah. like, <laughs> power up complete <laughs> i just feel like it's like the reason body pillows are so like popular is because it's like you feel like you have something full-bodied to something hug to as opposed snuggle. to just like a well, dick in your have face you, that you rest on did you on. see the the scarlett johansson-esque robot that somebody yeah, made yeah they spent nope. like a bazillion dollars it was on like fifty thousand dollars or something <laughs> i assumed that was an april fool's joke no that's real. the day that i saw that article no it is it's <laughs> real and someday maybe we'll make robots that don't move so weird you know it's it's Hello. it's like they've got yeah. Although well, the one, Japanese they they're not are starting weighted, to get right. pretty damn close. Oh, with they like are. Their, How are you feeling today? Like they're Baymax. But those, anytime they make a humanoid robot, somehow they forget to make it move like a human. Mm. Whereas like uh, Asimov or uh, some of those other walking robots have a much more natural kind of movement to them. But all those straight up just servo robots are like, hello. <laughs> See, there's this like, Scarlett Johansson robot. Yeah, no, that's creepy as shit. Yeah. Is that it? I feel like that yeah. is it. And also I feel like this made me think of a, a very interesting thing. At what point does your likeness become not your likeness anymore? Like when someone makes a robot that's like they are fucking that they've made in your likeness. Right. When do you well, get I mean, to like where the legal boundaries well, even, are? Uh, I mean, if you think about it, remember when Last of Us came out, there was controversy yeah. about uh, the character looking too much like Ellen Page. Yeah. Uh, and Ellen Page herself was like, go fuck yourself, Last of Us. Right. I mean, there, there are definitely issues Because she was part of... Beyond two yeah, souls, beyond, right? right. Beyond two at the souls. same time. Mm-hmm. At the same time. That being said, <laughs> if you do a side by side with the voice actress, mm-hmm. it was also very reminiscent. Yeah, of they said that, they said that it was based on Ashley Johnson when she was younger. Mm-hmm. So, as far as I'm concerned, okay. Yeah, the thing is, like, a lot of humans look the same. They do. They do. So, just like GTA Five, so clearly stole. Lindsay Lohan's life and likeness. I don't think we ever talked about that. We or about oh, like no. the update. Uh oh, there was still, an update recently. Yeah, she's still going. They're still allowing her it to go. It did not ahead get thrown out of court. Yeah. The lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which they have like they paid a model and she like can prove they paid her. And also, I Justine looks more like it than Lindsay Lohan. And there's all. Else. I mean, the fact that like the model 
provided documents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think also what the other thing Lindsay Lohan said was there's the character in the game yeah. who's, right. the, who's, uh, who's like the, who's like, based on her. The she's like the starlet with the eating disorder, right? And she's like running from the paparazzi. Or right. Like they, yeah. they, they, they yeah. the, you have to film her having sex with someone in the courtyard, and then <laughs> oh, like, I remember that. Part. Yeah. And then she like gets in a car and tries to run away, and you have to chase her taking photos. That's so fucked up. Yeah. It's so fucked up that that's a game we play. Well, it's just fucked up that Lindsay Lohan saw that and thought, that's me. Is it's that true. I mean, <laughs> it's very true. Like, I wait a minute. Agree that's my life. I, I empathize with this character you. so much. I it do that must every be me. Tuesday. That is so... But wait, did that happen to Lindsay Lohan? Did it's someone catch no. her? No. Not, in not a, as far as, not as, far as I'm aware. All right. She's not a... What is that lady's name? Erin Andrews who got spied on? Uh, She's yeah, the one that got hotel peephole. Yeah. That's and fucked And then, up. like, Jennifer Aniston also yeah. got popped on her own... Topless in her own house. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, on her patio or something, yeah. right? They use, like, a telephoto there. lens. Yeah. That's the thing that's so scary about the world. Well, you think that's scary. Since we're on the subject of unsettling tech, uh, apparently Samsung's just patented uh, contact lenses with built-in cameras. Oh, it's Black Mirror! Watch out, British Prime Minister! You're gonna have to fuck a pig soon because that's not so much. He's already in a lot of trouble. He <laughs> <laughs> already did that. Um, but I mean, do, so that doesn't mean necessarily they have like a working prototype. Like I could have done. No, that. they just patented that's like, it. Fuck! I'm gonna start patenting obvious things. You know what's really weird? If they have like a sex robot that has to like. Uh, that that I'm sorry, I'm still on sex robots. But are we they like a no, sex robot that's sorry, like responding to what you do? Does that mean mm-hmm. that there's a camera in the sex robot? And what if your sex cam robot footage leaked? Someday? What if, like it gets hacked? Yeah, and then you someone's watching you Wi-Fi. fuck your robot. Yeah, no, you just don't connect it to Wi-Fi. It's fine. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Here's a better thing. Uh, so, what if your sex robot? Uh, is actually powered by another person. Like, what if it's a multiplayer game? See, that's the thing is like... And there's like, me on the other side playing already. DDR. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, so are, those already on is like, bop, 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 bop. In a way, there's like vibrating panties that are controlled by remote control. So anyone... And uh, I just read a BuzzFeed article where they were like, girls wear vibrating panties for a week and tell us what they think about it. And they found out that one remote controlled all the vibrating panties they bought. It's like the what? same. <laughs> so then one was terrorizing the other girls wearing the vibrating panties. So, hey, if someone's close enough to your house, they could be controlling your sex robot. It's like the best baby monitor ever. <laughs> it's like when you did the uh, the Mies and you were terrorizing me. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun. That was a good well, time. Same kind of thing. You remember when, the... we went, when we snuck by his house late at night with our 3DSs so that we'd street pass? And so that like he would just like at like 10 p.m. get street passed by us. <laughs> we were... Yeah, I'd see the light go off and I'd be like... That's really weird. We, so it was in your bushes. It's like scream. Well, and we were literally in the bushes. We uh, <laughs> we considered resetting one of the 3ds's and making it a ghost, <laughs> so that we could we could haunt his 3ds. Ooh, but like we didn't want to erase our own shit, and that just seemed like too much work. That's really cute. That's a really cute idea. Um, there are uh, circling things back around to games. Yes. There are a few things I do want to talk about. Right. As much as I love sex robots, oh, yeah, like what, Quantum Break, we should probably... See what, I, break is actually, see what I can't circle around to yeah. sex robots. And we've got an HDMI cable today, so I can show you guys my phone. We can talk about oh. Star Studios <laughs> Valley some more. Yes. Um, but first, I want to talk about Quantum Break. Yes. Have you finished it yet? I have not. I've played I in... I'm in Act 3. So, I haven't finished it, but liking it so far. Okay, I, I, we, meant, we mentioned this before. I feel obligated to say it again. We were provided uh, digital codes right. to download the game, and so we played it early. And I, you should know that. We talked about it before the game was out. And uh, I finally finished it over the weekend. Now, this is just episode one, right? Uh, I finished the so, whole game. Oh, yeah, the whole game. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Um, reviews are out, embargoes up. So. The, the reviews are largely positive. Of course, like we mentioned before, there's a few like negative outliers. But I think the reviews are, for the most part, fair. I mean, it's not... 
the greatest game in the world. I think, oh, on Metacritic, mm-hmm. it's like hovering around 78, if I remember right. Yeah, 78, 79, I think, which, when I checked earlier. Which is what I would think, 7.5 to 8, somewhere. I mean, I, I know we don't review, but it's like, yeah. that, that seems right to me. Um, I feel like the the idea for the game was really interesting. I know I have some friends who take exception to the way the time machine works, which I think is a weird thing to complain about. I thought, really? Why? They said... They they think that the whole like walk clockwise to go f- into the future premise is stupid. I'm like, well, how else do you want to uh, do it? Metacritic it's scores. All, it's a time 78. machine yeah. currently, so uh, it makes no sense either way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and as a lot of people, or some that's of the, not how Cronin's work. Some of the negative points I've seen talk about how they think that the video quality on the um, the live action piece is like shitty. Really? Well, like there's, um, so there's an, I mean, an element of that I actually do get because um, I was watching the first live action episode with Bernie and he had to leave because it has, I stopped noticing it because it's mm. present in the game a whole bunch. Uh, the, uh, almost like the glitches, the artifacts, like oh, the, right, the, yeah. the, the polygonal um, bits that sort of just signify, I don't know, time being weird, whatever. That's mm-hmm. in the live action part oh, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. And sometimes I people imagine, move weird. Right. And I figured that's how they sort of like stitch together and hide the different elements depending on what choices you made, that it's there to sort of just heal it over a little bit. So I didn't really notice it too much. I didn't mind, but it drove Bernie up the wall. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that was an intentional creative de- decision. I think so too. Like. I mean, it, it kept it the, the aesthetic through all the mm-hmm. way for sure. I'll I be interested th- to see how someone like Gavin r- relates to that because yeah. we watch something on Netflix and he'll notice like this the little stutter that Netflix does and he can't watch it. Oh well, this is this is not that subtle, so he yeah. will definitely notice the, it. The game also does it, and I don't know if that's the game. St- I, it's one of those things where occasionally the game will go, and I'm like, is, did the game just stutter or is that an artistic choice? I, yeah, I've noticed it, and I think I've I've noticed both. Yeah. Some they're like that was artistic, and some mm-hmm. like mm, I don't. Mm-hmm. I also, I wish right. they didn't do the film grain kind of effect yeah. in in the in-game visuals. I think the biggest problem I have with the game, like as far as the gameplay goes, is I feel like movement is kind of swimmy. And the I cover, feel like that too. The cover movement mechanic isn't exactly very good. It's like... You just oh, go I'm near something. In yeah. cover and now, oh, wait, I'm not... Oh, it's like you're just kind of like sliding yeah. around yeah. a bit. And for... I mean, it's not like the game's like a heavy shooter or anything, but when you are in shooter mode, it's like... You it, expect it to. You should be a little tighter. Feel a little bit yeah. more like it. That's... From a technical standpoint, that's really my, my only complaint thus far. Um, that and it's actually a little bit weird to me that the characters are acted out by real people, like, you know, Littlefinger and that guy who is Iceman mm-hmm. and, like, those other people. Sean Ashmore? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the Ashmore. Unless it's his brother. It's, yeah, Ashmore or something. They're and, basically uh, the fucking clone. Olsen twins. You know, and it's, it's a little bit weird to me. Like, I get a little Uncanny Valley there. They're very, very good. Mm-hmm. But there's just a little bit to me where I'm like, I know that they're not quite there yet. Uh, but I don't find I mind it too much. I think we're we're at the opposite end of the uncanny valley like with this game, up right? Out of it's it. like almost out of it. It's like okay, yeah, those, those they're they're decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, with the exception of the fact that I they still haven't really figured out a good way to make in-game animations look less yeah. in-game animation-y. Like uh, the characters are all like, well, your your hero character is always standing at kind of like this like half kind of sort of hero crouch sort mm-hmm. of thing. He's half cocked. And ready, it, it's, ready to rock. <laughs> you can, yeah, he definitely is because if you, he, it's meant to be played with you know the camera behind him. If you circle around, he's doing like this weird like Crow Magnon like giant forehead like right it's, thing I, I think it's all the time. They're using that same asset a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's not there's not like a gameplay asset versus like a hero cinematic. Right. It's like the same one. Um, and, was, then, and then no 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 spoiler, but I felt like the the end was kind of a, a letdown for me. 
Mm. Okay. Uh, I feel well, there, there are basically uh, several options along the way, so it may be that there are different endings. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, no, I, I, I'm okay. talking like literally the last two oh. seconds. Got like, it. Okay. Boom. And it's like, oh, well. <laughs> the, um, that's one of the things that interests me the most. Like, I can see myself replaying the game in a couple different ways mm-hmm. to see how all of those choices tie into the live action stuff. I just really want to see how they ended up implementing that. And there are achievements so, based on doing that, too. So that it really encourages you to do both. Are you saying, Gus, that there is, it's like a split, but then it comes back down to one? Um, the, the, so throughout the narrative, throughout the whole time you're playing the game, there is this... The, the game plays like you are retelling this story. The mm-hmm. main character is being interviewed by another character. And it's kind of saying, yeah, and that's when we went and we did this, mm-hmm. and then that's when we went and did that. And then there's uh, for that... There's no resolution as to what that interview is. Okay, ah. it's like what you know. Well, you know, this this has kind of been going on. It's like, well, what was that? So there's not this idea of like because normally when things do that, they're interviewing somebody then about the past. Then like halfway through, we pick up at present. Right. Then we go forward. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Okay, so it's all found footage, sort of. And I mean, in the it, sense that it's got a lot of like, <clears throat> it's got a lot of stuff that you find that is like offline view like this is the diary of this character and you can just listen to what he was thinking and those are really long some of them some of them are quite it's like long. a lot of text to go it's through. not like a voxophone i can play in the background or no. anything no it's like i'm you got to sit here and like scroll through pages oh. some of pages them of the, some of them are actually voiced so you, know, yeah. you can listen and, to it but yeah you can't listen it, and play it's not like you have to read them i mean no. it's it's largely it's backstory yeah. it's, it's supplemental like if you really want to get soaked into the universe you would do it um I read most of them that were reasonable length, but then there were some that were really long. I'm not just like I'm not setting up for a sequel. Yes or no? Absolutely. I I do got to ask. There's one thing about this game that is very significant, and that is that it is largely. I mean, the the live action cutscenes are a huge part of the game. I mean, I would say mandatory to playing the game if you want. Yeah, whoever said that you don't need to, that you don't have to watch those. I mean, they might be like a skippable cutscene. Like, yeah, you don't have to watch it, but if you don't. You're going to be lost. Yeah. As fuck. I mean, there's probably not a lot of replay. Like the second time through, unless you pick a different choice, you probably wouldn't need to watch it. Which, but, what, what, but like, why would why you go, would you go, go through, through it except, the same? Well, choices? again, that that means essentially you've got because every choice is is essentially binary, and I don't know that there's that big of a difference. Also, it's like good path, you bad would path. also conceivably see differences based on items you find in game. True. Sometimes you find that's items very in small, game. though. Right, but it's still it is still a, a change. Um, I mean, like, say there's something like forty different permeations of the live action stuff. I believe it. Well, that's what I'm getting at, though. Imagine shooting that, though. So all all right, do it again, but if you found the cup that was in the third (laughs) room. Well, they just cut it together differently. Like, so if you didn't, then that scene is just not there. They like stitched the different elements together. Uh, But all of that that live action stuff lives online, Mm -hmm. so it streams to you. You don't have it on your disc, which means that at some point in the future, it could not be there. Uh, right. Yeah. So oh, that's what's interesting. The so if of the game, game comes, if it's like, oh, I want to replay it twenty years from now, and, and then you conceivably can. even gone. five years. From yeah. Now. I mean, it would be that's like selling a multiplayer game, and then the servers are offline. Yeah. It's like right. you know, an MMO when they shut the servers down, like that game is gone. It doesn't that's such a no bummer, though, because it's like a narrative game. It's not a multiplayer game. It's not an MMO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It should have a supplemental disc that you could keep. That like, what Tell if you're a fan of the game? It is seventy-nine gigabytes. Right. Which I think they are going to have a PC option. Where you Are can they right? Because right they were saying now, they I think I think there is an option. Oddly enough, I 
think they they were going to have an option in that you could download it on Xbox. Right, but not PC. But not it Xbox? PC. Okay, I think right. it went one way or the other. Yeah, but not PC, which makes no fucking sense. I think it's because on PC it's easier to extract the, the data. That, it's easier to extract the video. Still, That's why they don't want to do it. If you're making yeah. things bad just for pirates, you're also making things bad for your paying customers. Pirates, also, see, pirates are even better because they get, they get eye, eye patches. Patch. Yeah! Like, they're, <laughs> like, all their characters look radical. They all look like... <laughs> radical? Yeah. Radical. Yeah, look at them. Look at them. They got sweet, sweet eye patches. Is that the only thing that's different in the game or does it like at some point like you know some games like um earthbound had the greatest one where it let you get all the way to the end but then it like fucked you over in the boss fight at the where very it's, like, end impossible or something. yeah you couldn't you couldn't beat it i don't know that'd be really awesome if they did although that. Oh. gavin brought up a really good point when i was telling him about that i was like it's so cool it keeps you from finishing the boss fight and he's like yeah but you played the whole fucking game like you, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't you it's like you lack that resolution yeah like, at the end but yeah. like he's like yeah, but you got 99% of it for free. Like, I don't see And then see you the go point. to YouTube, and there's the end there's of it. The, yeah. um, well, got it was it. 1994 or also, whatever. Uh, the, 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 the final, the one, one last complaint. The final um, boss fight in the game is counterintuitive. It's confusing. I didn't know how to finish the game. I had to ask someone else who had finished the game. Uh-huh. And there weren't many people, because it was before the game came out. I had to ask someone else who I knew had the game. It was like, how do you, how do you finish this game? Because there's like mm-hmm. a mechanic that does not exist anywhere else in the game that finally at the last battle, it's like, okay, this is happening. You're like, what? Uh, Jeremy also, I remember getting stuck at one point where you had to do, basically, uh, it plays with a lot of different kinds of time issues. Like sometimes you'll need information that happened in the past. And so you'll come across a little moment that you can replay from history, essentially. And he kept coming across this one moment that said, well, I need to go. He needed a door key. And it was like, well, how, where do I get this key code? And he's like, well, here's a historical moment. And you no, can no, watch no. He it. Was he was just calling like, you dorky. It could be. <laughs> I, need, I need a huge dork to get through this door. Uh, I guess you could knock it down with a whale phallus. I knew the whale dick was still coming. I was like, he's not going to let the whale dick still pass. Still coming. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, apparently you had to like follow the guys around and like there was oh, a whole yeah. other area where it's like, oh, this is where he puts the code in, that, but it was not intuitive. That was also really confusing. Mm-hmm. I remember this, this point because it's like you, you interact with them in one spot and then within a very limited amount of time, you had to go to their next spot and there was no explanation right. of that. That was maybe the second most frustrating part of the game for me. I mean, overall, it's a, it's an okay shooter. Uh, it's an interesting shooter, I guess. It's, a, it's an okay platformer i guess because that's where i think it's weakest is you do a lot of go find stuff it's one of those things where it's like i mean there's a bunch of collectibles you don't really have to have but if you're a completionist and if you want that extra bit of story including one very strange fanfic i don't know if you saw that yeah i do know what you're talking about there's a fanfic in the game that is just bizarre uh but you spend a lot of time like just roaming around the level, and he yeah, for- will just you can walk up to something. It's like, well, this might be something I could jump on. Thunk. Guess not. Right, well, no. I mean, they do like the Uncharted thing, where it's like you look for objects that are yellow in the environment. You yeah. know, it's like they, there's like there's a color that stands out, and when you see that color, you know, it's like, oh, I probably have to jump on that or. Get it does over help that. that you can use your time sight power to identify think- them. They show up. I always just call it the Spidey sense. There you go. They also have an interesting feature uh, in that game, an option that allows you to disable copyrighted music. So if yeah. you're streaming the game, oh, you don't get cool. a copyright strike. That's really cool. Uh, it's cool it, that that's becoming more and more a part of games. A sign it? of things to come. Is it cool or is it terrifying? It's terrifying to me. <laughs> I mean, you know, but it's also like it, if you can't, like if, the, if your choice is to then just not have any copyrighted music in the game. Or, or music, period. Or make a way that gamers can still do what they want to do without getting all the DMCA takedowns, which you'll probably get blamed for, do it. I will say I was surprised by at least one song in the in Yeah, the game. There, there are. A, a, <laughs> there, I think there's one or two times you're like, 
Oh, okay. That's right, all. This is this game. We'll 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 do it for no reason. Like, no it reason. Means, it makes no sense. She's like, "Fuck it, my car, my music." Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what the character says. <laughs> uh, and I think people were asking on Twitter how long it is. I think it took me like fifteen hours to beat, maybe. If I had to guess, I don't know. So it's like yeah. and the, point and the, nine five kindred spirits on the roof. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the uh, the live action is is pretty significant portion. of Each it. episode is about twenty five minutes long. I tried to time them. Yeah, they're oh, they're really cool. sit down and watch episodes. And I, I think w- there's a total of I don't remember four or five of them, something like that. Mm-hmm. I know we're talking also about other games we played this week, and just very quickly, I will touch back on you were talking about music and games. Still playing Bioshock Infinite. With mm. Gav. So I'm always I love like, the music in that game. I l- always I'm walking music. around and I'm like, because he loves 80s, it's all spoilers, it's all 80s. Should have played it 500 years 80s ago when it came acapella. out. And I'm always like, hey, <laughs> tears for fears, are you excited? You like this game, don't you? Okay, we'll just keep going. Yeah, music, music was probably my favorite part of that game. Yeah, it's it very, it's such a great experience to watch someone else experience that game for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, so much fun to watch. We just got past the point at which you enter a different, like, you enter a tear, so now you're in a completely different, um, reality and uh and gavin's like are we gonna run into our own versions of ourselves what are we doing in here how's our does our own time not have us anymore like just all the different mm-hmm. questions did so you cool. get sucked into the terror dick first oh <laughs> uh well i play booker so yeah i think so yeah dick right. always dick first. although it's weird because it's elizabeth's terror so uh, i don't want oh, that's all weird. <laughs> dick first hey. For those of you who play, so uh, so going dick first in her cash? No, no, Mm-mm. not Booker's going dick first into Elizabeth's cash. <laughs> I had to sick you, fuck. The other game. So I, 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 um, you know, we're doing game club today. We're going to follow up with uh, Kindred Spirits on the Roof. The other game I, I played a bit of this week was Stardew Valley. Based yes, on how it's much also been taking it. over our house as well. Um, so here's the problem I had with it. <laughs> I played. I'm sorry. What problems? Jesus, really? I played Kindred Spirits on the Roof, which you're going to find out in a little while. I was not a fan <laughs> of. Uh, and so, like as a palate cleanser, I decided I'm going to start up Stardew Valley, and it starts a little slow, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't get over the the hump. I was just like, I I, I needed to play something fast paced well, or something. Let something me show you better. what your life could look like in as little as three summers. Yeah, that's you how many hours did you put in this? Um, Steam says I'm like 95 hours, but I think that I might have left it running without me for a little while. So, welcome to my farm. This is Joe the Farm. Um, Look at all those kegerators. Yeah, I'm a brewer now. (laughs) We're brewing people. Yeah. I think uh, my farm's called uh, something with butts. Uh, Why not? Is it literally uh, something with butts? butts I just want to tell you that... um, Where's Joe the Cat? Uh, Gavin has started playing Stardew Valley, which means that he's become a liar. Oh, there's Joe the Cat. There he's he is. He's become a liar? Yeah, he's become a liar. So I'll be like, um, are you coming to bed at like 9 o'clock because I go to sleep early because I'm old? And Gavin will be like, oh, yeah, I'll be right in. And then at like 1 a.m. he'll come in because he was playing fucking Stardew Valley. <laughs> well, see, here's the problem with this game is like time gets away from you because you just go like, oh, I'm just going to do one more day. One more day doesn't feel significant. Until you take into account that that's like 15 or 20 minutes. Hey, look Chickens. at my crazy chicken. Kill it. You like my... No, this, I like this chicken. He the took, gray one? Yeah. Eat Is it? that a duck up there with a green head? Yes, that's Kill my it. duck. Kill it. I'm not killing my I duck. I just demand sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just going to harvest my eggs and we'll all be happy. Are there any geese? Can you force feed them and make foie gras? Oh, no, what's kick wrong the duck. with you? Kick it. 
Love me, duck. <laughs> oh, use the scissors. Cut its head off. Oh, guys, yeah, I like where this is going. You guys are crazy. Cut off the tails from those bunnies. <laughs> oh, get those bunny tails. They were like, right, they we're going to get skin. out of here and, and away Go to from town these with poor it. animals. Yeah, ga- but, so before he left for England. Uh, this is one of the more significant parts claim of, you're the Lord of the I just ducks. want to point I'm out. Sorry. Go ahead. You'd be, you'd be forgiven for not understanding the significance of this enormous crop that I have. Uh-huh. Those are all iridium sprinklers. Okay. I'm I'm upgrading slowly, but it's and like but this they're is, raining. This is the way. Yeah, so I don't need them today. It's important. <laughs> okay. But this is the way this rabbit hole goes. Is you like first you have to water all your crops manually, and then eventually you can start building a sprinkler that will water the squares above, below, left, and right. So mm-hmm. then it waters four squares, saves you a little bit of work. Then you upgrade to these ones that will do like the square of eight around them. Uh-huh. And if you work really hard, you get all the way to the bottom of a 120 level mine. Go to the desert and then get like. A couple dozen levels into that, you start getting iridium, and you can make these. What's over to the left? It looked like you had oh, either it's either a sandworm or a giant cloth anus. This lady? No, this? that no. thing down there. That's just like. Oh, I see the anus. Yeah. I'm not seeing. Oh, that's are you talking about the thing at the I'm talking about my wool. Yeah, it looks like a sarlacc pit. No, that's I don't even cloth. know what you're talking about. That's, that's, she's that's cloth on it. that I just oh. Uh, yeah. harvested. Oh. It's like a it's like a trimmer. I'm disappointed. And like the worm from Trimmers. What are those called? Graboids. Look at this though. You probably, you, this, is, this is going to be I new just to you because it last week. <laughs> if you're pretty early on, eventually you uh, they you get these little dudes you do at the community center and like you make a bunch of stuff for them and they'll repair your greenhouse so you can oh you can yeah. do any and all crops all seasons. I'm telling you right now, if you want a game breaking like money maker, you go to the desert, you get star fruit, and then you turn it into wine. Shit sells for a ton of money. Starfruit wine sounds. You're a Starfruit wine does sound del- delicious. You can be. Hmm. Um, yeah, I noticed the because the greenhouse is broken when you start the game, and so I looked up. Gav was like so proud of his farm. He's like, "Look at my farm." I was like, "What's that piece of shit in the corner?" <laughs> He's like, "It's a greenhouse. It's broken. I'm working on it." I always figured that someone would probably move in there. When he uh, when he just left on a trip, and he said. While I'm gone, will you please play Stardew Valley so we can play together when I get back? <laughs> can you just can you fuck his farm up while he's gone? <gasps> yeah. Oh, so I bet I can. You should fucking set it on fire. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I right. can. Well, we got to wrap this up. So Make a copy but of his save file. Do you think our relationship will last? Because I bet it won't. Let's find out. Make a copy of your save, <laughs> save file. Do bad. it. Absolutely do <laughs> it. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Burn uh, to the ground. We'll check out Game Salt Club. the earth we'll, so nothing we'll will grow. Talk spirits on the roof, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Leave the heads of his <laughs> animals <laughs> around. <laughs> game Club. Just can we just get tight? I thought we played games for Game Club. Uh, Apparently, that's oh. not what we do anymore. Go okay. ahead and glare at me all you want. I heard about your little diatribe on Monday too, Gus. Oh, oh, Gavin he sold you out and was like, where the fuck is Meg? And Gavin was like, <laughs> I was like I wanna... she went home and he was like, bullshit! I was like, I'm mad at your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, w- I walked into Gus's too... office and was like, he started playing and he turns his monitor and he's like, I'm playing it right yeah. now. We're talking about Kindred Spirits on the Roof, which was this month's game club. Yes. Which we have to continually remind ourselves that's the name, because we mostly just call it the lesbian sex game on yeah. the Yeah. Well, that's a, I think that's actually a very poor billing. It is, unfortunately. But that was what it's, it was sold to us as. That was, It made a lot of waves, because yeah. everybody was saying this was the first game that would be released on Steam that it would, would have graphic sex. Well, th- right. there's going to be uncensored in its translation from Japanese to the the western market they weren't going to cut anything out okay but wouldn't it aren't the images censored in japan it's it, but it's not re-censored because steam like the the what game is it Hunipop? 
is censored on Steam, but it's not yeah. censored if you buy it from the developer. It's like that kind of thing. Where it's, it's like you're it getting the actual right. game as it was released without any further censoring. Yeah, right. Uh, it turns out the censoring is your own body when it puts you to sleep because you're waiting for all the I, fucking sex. I actually, I was so I was uh, playing it uh, last night, and I just took the laptop to bed because I was like, this way I can just like click, click, click. Yeah. Through, through. You took the laptop to bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a little more. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't put but, out. No. Yeah, I guess I'm um, like I put it on uh, the autoplay, so it would just like go yeah. through slowly, and I'm just like that way could just like lean back and do this. Yeah, where's That's the sex? Uh, and I I absolutely fell asleep. Bernie came up like an hour later to this like a bunch of schoolgirls on my laptop <laughs> screen and me just like pass the fuck so out. I, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I have a complaint about the controls with the game. Okay. I don't know if anybody else sorry, experiences there. You click okay. so. You you the the basic premise is you're reading forever and it's a you, visual novel. This yeah. is this is not even like it is the most visual novel of novels. So yeah, take I, the novel part. I, I no had game. instant text on, so the text yep. just appears yep. and you left click to go yep. to the next left yep. left left left. So I normally rest my hand on my mouse with my fingers on the left and right mouse. Ah, oh, it won't click. Well, if, count it. Well, what'll happen is if you accidentally like I have a, a gaming mouse, so it's very sensitive. So sometimes I accidentally right click. If you right click, you go straight to the menu. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, now what, I gotta go back out. So it's like, invariably, I'd be reading this very engrossing story. And yeah. um, I would right-click back and be like, oh, shit, um, in the and menu. by engrossing story, Gus means, like, the most vapid bullshit. You ever. go... It's, like, it's, it's I, all I, the... It's, it's all the cares and stresses of, like, high school girls who yeah. are like... The broadcast club, we're doing the thing. I don't know, but I'm the tired I, one. But I'm the chipper one. I'm the rebel. I do feel like, all right, so the the premise here basically yeah. is there are two ghosts that uh, you are like a, a high school girl who is able to see these two ghosts of girls that died in or around the school. And they have fallen in love with each other they and are unsure well, they how to... They unquiet spirits because they, they both liked girls when they went to the yes. school. But they died with those feelings... Never Un expressing them. Well, but Un one died already in love with the other ghost. Yes. One died loving a girl who went to the school, and but the other mean, one falls in love with the ghost who's already dead. Because yeah, one had died 80 years yeah. in the past, and the other one died, I think, 50 30. years I in the it was past? Like 30. Was it 30? Okay. Whatever. They died at different times. And again, this the, the reason, the whole premise of the game being that they're trying to, to understand how to consummate their relationship, sure. essentially... Uh, they're emotionally committed. Now they want they to are. physically express that, but... They don't know how. Which they feel like how if they could, work? at least uh, the older one, uh, Sachi, believes that that would let her move on to the next realm. And Megumi just wants to go wherever Sachi hey, goes. So. Yeah, hey, Sachi, we know what you're getting at. Yeah. Sasa. You, you don't have to hide that. Uh, so, I mean, when that is your premise, when that right. when you set that out, is that is what the focus of the game is. Even looking at just the summary of the game, you kind of expect that that's going to happen. Right. But it also tells you that literally it can't happen until the end of the game. When it's, you think about it critically. Yeah, because like they have to be released or whatever. Because yeah, if they do, then the it's like, the game. Yeah, Well, but here's the thing that's so crazy is for a game that's premise is lesbian sex, yep. it's like weirdly homophobic. Because every time you talk oh, about right. like being gay, everyone's like, like, yeah, everyone's like, nah, it's just a misunderstanding of your feelings, or, or like, it's a or phase. Is, don't you think that's weird? Or even the main character was like, I never considered that. I never, I didn't think that existed. Yeah, like, what? It was so weird, and and then people will ask you like, so, so like um. Like, girls banging, do you think that's weird or is that, like, cool? Like, everybody's so weirded out by Not only that, but the only banging. answers you can give are, like, yeah. you can't go, yeah, no, I think it's fine. The only thing you can say as the main character is, 
I don't know. I haven't thought of it, or I think it's weird. Well, yeah. here's the thing, too, is uh, I was looking up to see if there were multiple paths, you know, if you could go for... Um, What's the little track girl? I'm terrible oh. with the names. Like track girl, track, track girl, girl, or forgetful Eno. girl. Um, yeah, and it turns out there are, like, there's no branch. There it's like the, the characters will end up the way the characters will go. And the only impact those conversations and decisions have is they will unlock secret scenes. Do you know how many of them there are? 78. Oh, my God. So 78 extra I'm, scenes. I'm glad you brought up branching because that reminds me of another issue I had with the game. So, uh, like I said, I had instant text on, so I could read it very quickly and pro pro you know, proceed through it. And I realized I was playing for a long time without any choice yeah. being presented to me. Mm -hmm. So when I finally did get my first choice, I immediately saved and quit to see how much time had passed in Steam, how much gameplay time had passed to figure out how far in your first choice is. It was an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, and, yeah. and you were booking it through that. Yeah, and I was, I was yeah. speeding. You know, if you were playing at a normal pace, it's probably like seven hours. I don't know. I you read fast. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, but it was it was longer than that. I because I've been diligently reading through the whole thing, and I'd say it was probably it had to be at least two hours between when mm -hmm, I started yeah. the game and got to that first point. And I don't remember what it was. It was it was kind of a um, a minor decision. What was? Oh, I think it was related to the broadcast club. Like, do you want to? Like, do you want to go to the hallway or go into the broadcast? Yes. Yeah, like, are you going to wait and follow them? Which has been the only choice I've seen. Oh. Everything else has just been a. What do you think about this? And you or like, which, that's like which the person, closest though? you get to a choice. You get to the yeah. tennis or the track club people. Who do you think's the coolest? That's just a conversation yeah, thing. Though. You're not I mean, making. You're not setting a course of action. You're so, just saying a lot of those choices aren't. There's also um, not long after that one is when the, you go. Like, oh, who has a hard time between the upperclassman who's like, maybe let's just start as friends, and the young who's like, I love you. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're like, which one has a hard time? And it's like, well, the one who's aimlessly in love and, like, being yeah. the other girl's bitch just so she can stay around. Oh, interesting. I said the upperclassman had it harder really? because she has, everybody expects her to do so much stuff. Oh, yeah. let's talk about it. Oh. Those two were confusing to me because their names were Mickey and Mackie. Mika. Or Mackie, that's right. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey and Mackie. Mackie. And I was, so, but they kept referring to uh, Mackie as the uh, senpai. So I was like, yeah, okay, I, I, can re I, can, I can get my head around. Speaking of senpai, Mickey. the actual teacher, when the girl, first of all, confesses her feelings and the teacher only fucking slaps her down so hard, she also keeps referring to herself as senpai, like this weird third person thing. She's like, senpai will help you. Senpai will take care of your feelings. And Is I'm like, you're creeping me the fuck out with this senpai well, that's, stuff. That's, that's how Japanese but works. In Japanese, once you know, once you've established the subject of a sentence, mm -hmm. you don't have to keep referring to yourself. Like, watashi wa, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't keep saying watashi wa, blah, 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 blah. It's implied. So I just go straight to the, the adjective mm -hmm. and the verbs and all that. Like, you drop the subject the first. Because you already know Japanese. what you're talking about. You already know about. who you're right. talking about. So it's implied. So, so weird that she kept being like, Senpai will do this. Senpai will do this. Like, ugh. She was just trying to reiterate that she's a teacher. She's saying it to herself. I get it's it. It's her mantra. She's like building up her own uh, self-esteem. And I also love when they they would like confess their feelings to each other. It'd be like, hey guys, so yeah, like I had a handstand for lunch. I love you. Yeah. And it'd be like, everybody well, chill Everybody out. is in, that is definitely, there's a few things about this that are really just off the board, which one, everyone is instantly in love with somebody. The, the, and the partner is then has to be one over essentially is the setup yeah, for all yeah every of single one let's the, be friends well, first you've got the, the, the there's the track girls who come into it oh they are together. they are already together then yeah. you've got uh essentially the uh several girls situations where one partner just hasn't thought about being with a girl ever and then you got situations like umi and uh sasa where it was kind of like oh 
all right, I could be on board with this. Like their their we're flip like, was just yeah, like yeah, they had one conversation under an umbrella, and now they're dating. They're like, cool. Yeah. So, uh, but what really kind of drove me crazy about this game was I don't like repetition. Mm. It, it bothers me because you know if you remembered what you did. You don't want to have to do it again. It's like when you go see a movie and they have a flashback 20 minutes into the movie of something that happened at the beginning of the movie. It's like, I got it. Yeah, I was here. And this game is entirely based on doing that because you have to replay conversations from the opposite. Because you flip out of you flip out mm-hmm. of the main character and you flip into one of the side characters' right. perspective yeah. and then you go through the events from exact their perspective. same conversation. Right. And maybe it tosses in a couple... This is what I think between lines, but yeah. it's the same conversation. It's the same... Music, which is very limited. Oh, I turned the music off. The music is so limited. It's, that's yep. the same right off. Same art. Like they only have like two or three poses for every character. Remember this well, one? Well, that's the, the visual novel is pretty much that though. That's true. So at that's first, true. I was kind of digging the music. I thought it it reminded me yeah. of like Chobits, like oh, like cutesy whatever anime. And then you're like, oh my god, they've got like 45 seconds of it. Yeah, <laughs> well, I turned it off after. I think of the first like 45 minutes, I was like, and then I muted it, and then I never turned it back on. Yeah, for a game that, uh, well, how long to beat says it's like a 16-hour game? Mm-hmm. 16 hours of 45 seconds over and over is, um, the, it, it gets to you quick. The, the other issue, you, you said you know, something about a board, and it made me think about another issue I had with the game, which was the interface for navigating your story <laughs> was basically awful. like a planner. It was like a yeah. calendar. Yeah, like a calendar. Day planner. And when you first encounter it, you know, they show you like, oh, this is what this icon means. This is what this icon means. Then you're like... Oh my, there it is. There's but like a million different options. And then in the end, it doesn't matter. You just click on the thing that says next. Yeah. yeah. Just click on the one that's like well, new. Sometimes they'll say next. You'll have like six new cherries. Yeah. And the last one will be the next cherry. But I just click, I go back and do it in chronological order. There yeah. is also no oh, way to, if you really just don't give a shit about one particular storyline. like There's no the, way to skip. The Utah Anki, what's her name? The the. Authoritarian, uh, like the the rules committee girl. Oh, I forget yeah. her name. It's, like, it's an A. They definitely bang because that was the thumbnail we that used for our main story. Like I, I give no shits about their relationship at all. What? Like that, it's, I don't know. They're like they're they don't really. That storyline is the least of the ones. Yeah, they have none of them really done it for it yet. But that one is the least of them, and I really don't care about that one. Like there's some other ones I'd be more interested in following, and I can't. Just ignore those. Yeah, you can't unlock furthering the story without like you playing have to get every cherry, every side story, and there's no just like skip to the end either. You have to let it play. You can turn it way down to like fastest refresh speed and hit autoplay, but it has to go Not to the true. end. Not true. No, you, you can what? also um, one of the options is by default skip unread text is off, but you can mm-hmm. turn it on and it will just go through the whole thing. I know because I turned it on by accident at one uh-huh. point when I was trying to get the like the auto read speed right so that mm-hmm. it like it wouldn't leave me behind, but I wouldn't be sitting there too long. And I checked that to be like, what does this do? And it went all the way through the scene. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> go back. So there was a, there was an interesting feature in this game that makes there me think... There are features in this game, Gus? It made me think that they anticipate a lot of people playing this game at work. I don't know if you saw it. Where it's like, if the game is not in focus, there's an option to have it pause and stop playing music. Oh. Which it does. Oh, it's like switch to like, like Excel spreadsheet. Right, like if you alt tab to your Excel spreadsheet, it's like, oh, the game's paused, like, and there's no sound at all coming from it. And by default, it launches in a window. Yeah. So it's yeah. easy to just alt tab behind something else. I find Which it annoying because I kind of wanted to have it like one, like on one side of my monitor, and then have like other shit that I actually care about on the other side of the monitor to distract me from the terrible music. But you can't do that. Yeah, and it's not 
16 by 9, so throwing it full screen on a widescreen monitor really no, makes everybody look fat. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's a little teeny yeah. game. Like, the resolution it's on it's not. I don't think it even goes up to 1080 in height. Oh, no, no, yeah. it doesn't. It's, it's on it's my monitor. Really it's small. I have a uh, 1440 monitor, and it was, like, this big. Yeah. So it's a tiny window. And there's I, no option to make it, like, one size bigger. Yeah. I, uh, I made this joke yesterday, and I'm recycling, and I'm not ashamed. Uh, the game, it, it prepares you, right, for being a lesbian, just, like, mentally, because you're, like, getting into, like, oh, these girls are changing, and, and oh, my gosh, like, their feelings are growing, they just want to serve as friends. Uh, it also physically prepares you, because I hit the enter key for, like, two fucking hours. Like, I was just constantly tapping the enter key, and I was like, I'd be the best fucking lesbian right now. <laughs> really? I'm fucking killing it right now. Giving you, like, power. I'm glad you played the game now. <laughs> Meg with the strength. fucking joke oh. of the week. Thank you. <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't realize. Yeah. Like, the power. Work the middle finger. It's your most powerful part. <laughs> Should we, uh, oh, my hand's starting to get tired. No, 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 keep going. Yeah, I'm almost there. Almost there. Well, That's look, the true lesbian sex For another 16 game. hours, and then you're good. I, I mean, the, the reviews on this game are very positive. If you like visual novels, I think... I, it's, I de debatable. It's not like, the worst played, I've seen of visual novels. We've played a couple of visual novels, you know, of, of various... Very different mm -hmm. styles, you know. Long Live the Queen, technically a visual novel. That was, it was the also most yeah, it was a strategy one. game, sort of like wrapped in a visual novel package. Um, obviously, there boyfriend. was Had a Full Boyfriend, Kadawa Shoujo. This is my least favorite by Same. far. Yeah, it was a uh, fifteen dollars on Steam. Uh, no, it was no, thirty-five. It's not for me. I mean, it's essentially like watching a fifteen-hour movie or a sixteen-hour movie and hitting enter and keeping it. Yeah. It's uh, that is the worst way to, to uh, consume a story to me. Like. Manga and, and anime are way better if that's what you're going for. Yeah. And I feel like they tell better stories. This is visual novels really don't seem to tell stories well. They I mean, tell it like it if nobody like, could edit it. Because I've, if you have a manga or an anime, they have to get it encapsulated small enough that they can produce it. And this, whenever you do visual novels, they're like, fuck it! Let's just have a scene where someone just wipes shit off their shoes. I I feel like I sort of agree in that I would watch a Kindred Spirits on the Roof anime yeah. if it were out there because like I'm interested in the stories. I want to see the girls bang. I want to see the ghosts bang. I would watch that. Having said that, I agree it's the worst visual novel we've played for Game Club. I will still probably finish it because I know I'm more than halfway through and I want all my extra sex scenes. <laughs> well, there are probably good because there's today. 78 extra scenes should, you're gonna have to go through. Should we uh, revisit the Cylinder Selection? Yep, let's do it. All right, Catawba, or no, what is this game? Don't do Kindred it. Spirits Kindred, Spirits Kindred Spirits on the Roof. Kindred on the Roof. If you like chicks I wish you could, but the thing is, like, I can't later, even search it. for it. It's not even just, like, watch it on YouTube, because I didn't even see any of the sex balls. scenes. Yeah, we were four, like, scenes. I was voice. used to that a little bit, because some of the visual novels we've played previously had really inconsistent VO. Um, so I, I wasn't... Horribly surprising, but it was pretty slapdash. I will also say that. Is it lesbian sexy again? No, there's a bouncy ball. Oh. <laughs> I will also say, Rai, that in my limited Japanese knowledge, they weren't saying direct translations of what was said. Sometimes they were, but then there what? were other times that they'd say something like a slightly different. So we were getting uh, ripped off. We weren't even getting the real well, story. I'm, senpai! Okay. Senpai! I'm not sure how accurate the slang usually Wait, is. Didn't we already play this? What is it? Yeah, we totally we played, played that. that. Damn it's guacamole. Hold on. Dude, I still can't get away from that We're game. We're off just the rails! Gus, just bring the whole cylinder up here. My kid still loves guacamole. Oh, it's good. I love it so much. I, I can't stop Did I ever share with you my 100%ed my so screen? I was so proud of that. I have not. I 100%ed. I will send you that screenshot. That's, that's a good thing to brag about. It's another Meg Turney no! special. No! No! Oh, yeah. Her, her oh, I feel stories. good about this one. No! Yeah. I feel good about this one. You felt good about Sunset. 
Shut up, I played Wait. this one already, Jess. Okay. Her Story is yes. the next Game Club game. Yes. Uh, check it out. We'll be playing that It won lots episode. of BAFTAs and everything else. So did Sunset. No. No, I don't think Sunset It was did. nominated, okay? Right. Her Story. Yes. It's next. Play it. Bye. Good. It's really fucked up and weird.